Welcome to another inspirational episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. Julian Main, Arts Habitat, Edmonton. I've worked for the symphony, I've worked for the ballet, I've worked for the opera, worked for the Fringe Festival, building projects. I was part of the team that built the Windspear Center. Monetizing Your Creativity asks the question, what does it take to earn a living with your creative talents? I was able to use my management skills, but I was also able to support the artists and support the creation of art. And that really is what arts management is really all about. With the Edmonton Symphony, I produced hundreds and hundreds of shows throughout the 16 years I was with the Edmonton Symphony. One of the things that I have found is that I'm really good at project management. Projects are bringing people together. You have a team, and you have to get that team from A to B. We focus on the success principles common to all disciplines by interviewing producers, directors, writers, actors, cinematographers, music composers, animators, designers, and much, much more. Learn how to create your own path to success. Let's roll. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Monetizing Your Creativity. I'm your host, Marvin Polis. Joining me is your co-host, Fred Keating, and we are in Edmonton, Canada. We're in Edmonton, Canada because this is actually an arts hub of Western Canada. There's just so much going on in this city, and we're in a very special location, Fred. We are in the birth home of Marshall McLuhan. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about Marshall McLuhan? Absolutely. Marshall McLuhan was one of the 20th century's greatest teachers, writers, philosophers about media, all sorts of media, media throughout the ages. He's known for a variety of terms that have come into common use. He was the one that coined the term surfing through various media, the way we talk about surfing the net. He was famous for coining terms such as the global village, uh, global theater, he also referred to it as, and uh, the famous, the medium is the message. And this is the home where he spent the first five years of his life lovingly restored by the city of Edmonton. And uh, our guest, whose office happens to be right in this home, is my good friend for many years, Julian Main, Arts Habitat Edmonton. And Julian, thank you. I was going to welcome you to the podcast, but thank you for welcoming us into oh, this place. Absolutely. Welcome to Marshall McLuhan's family home. In fact, we're sitting around the uh, dining room, dining room table, table and, right. and we're having tea and coffee, and this is, this is great. So we wanted to talk about arts administration today, Fred, right? We did. An interesting phrase, arts administration. Administration, administer, talks, it means it reeks management. And yet, my friend Julian often refers to it as leadership in arts, arts leadership. And I'd like him to explain a little bit about what he means by arts leadership. Tell us what you're doing now with Arts Habitat, Julian, and then I want to go way back and chart your progress in your own particular path. What we do here is build, manage, create space for art to happen in. So that could be work live studios, that could be just simply studios, but it's creating the space for art to happen. And we're talking about any sort of art, visual, music, dance, whatever it is. But the sense is, is that art needs space to rehearse, to perform, to create. And artists' overhead needs to be very low. So we need to find sustainable space for the arts to live and work in. Who are your partners in this venture? We have multiple partners, a lot of different partners. Uh, Artist Urban Village is the Edmonton sort of PAL chapter, Performing Arts Lodge is the, the PAL chapter. Artist Urban Village is that partner and uh, has partnered with us on um, 
Arts Hub 118, which is above the Nina Haggerty Gallery on 118th Avenue, and it's they're partnering with us on Artist Quarters downtown, which is the new redevelopment in the quarters. The city is also a huge partner in this, and Arts Habitat is funded from the city through the Edmonton Arts Council. They play a huge part in making this happen and making space for art to happen. So do you, in fact, repurpose existing spaces or are you involved in brand new development? Both. We certainly have had experience in both. Our focus right now are two spaces that are brand new. This is brand new construction, but Arts Hab 1, which actually started back in 1999, was the first arts hub that was created by this organization. And again, it came out of the Edmonton Arts Council and the initiative of those people. And Julian, how did you get involved in this kind of work? What brought me here was a journey through the arts organizations, mainly in Edmonton, where I've had my career for the bulk of my life. There's been huge opportunity here, and I've worked for the symphony, I've worked for the ballet, I've worked for the opera, worked for the Fringe Festival. So all of that in a culmination of uh, having some building projects. I was part of the team that built the Windspear Centre. And, and the, the huge organ that was uh, right. uh, designed and then installed there. You were in charge of that. Yeah, project, that was the it? Davis Concert Organ. And for the benefit of our international listeners, the Windspear Centre, of course, is the beautiful new concert hall here in Edmonton. It is. The Windspear Centre is, uh, it really is a showcase for music and the orchestra, the Edmonton Symphony Orchestra, it's their home. But it is one of uh, a select few concert halls around the world. Its sisters are in Calgary, Alberta, uh, Birmingham, England, and the architects were from New York, and so the acousticians, I should say, were from New York. And it is acoustically excellent, according to the artists I've spoken to who've played there. Yeah, it's an acoustic gem, it really is, and our tech from New York really is able to create these shoebox concert halls which allow for the optimum sound. Okay, yeah. let's ratchet back a mm -hmm. little. You appeared in the outskirts of Edmonton as a penniless music student <laughs> some years ago. Uh, <laughs> tell us what attracted you initially and what encouraged you to stay. What attracted me was Grant McEwen College. It offered a superb jazz program in music. I had played in uh, rock bands as a teenager and played piano for a long time. I wanted to pursue that as a career and be a musician and earn my living as a musician. So I came up to Grant McEwen and fantastic teachers, working, gigging, jazz musicians, quality professionals. It was a wonderful teaching environment to be in. I think at the end of that, I realized being a musician was going to be really hard work and it was going to be self-employed work. And it was going to be work that meant being alone a lot, a lot of rehearsal alone. And it also meant being an entrepreneur that you were looking for work, you were doing the work, you were chasing the money for the work that you've done. And I came from a background of working in organizations. So I had worked in retail before I came up. I ran clothing stores. I, I worked for department stores. My family comes from a background of retail. My father had a business. I think I needed a place to call home. I needed a place to go to work. That was important for me. I found that 
traveling from one place to another doing gigs was a difficult thing for me. So location was important for me. That stability of location was important. But I didn't want to lose all of the music part and the creativity part of it. I was able to stay in Edmonton and have a career that spanned both of those things by moving into the administration side of it. I have been able to straddle this sometimes picket fence down the road and have sort of the best of both worlds. I was able to use my management skills, but I was also able to support the artists and support the creation of art. And that really is what arts management is really all about. Now, it seems to me that a big part of your job is to have your eye on the vision of the sort of thing that you want to build, whether it's a facility or whether it's an event, perhaps something like a fringe festival, and then realizing that you need to bring various stakeholders together to actually make that happen, and then to you know herd the cats and get them all going in the same direction to actually accomplish the goal. Is that really what your job is? Yeah, I, I think you've nailed it, Marvin. It's fun being this age that I am because you can see the arc of a life and you can see all of those things that you did in your 20s and 30s and where it led you now. And you begin to gel and see certain characteristics. And one of the things that I have found is that I'm really good at project management. Projects are bringing people together. Now, whether that's a show, whether that is um, you know, a band, uh, whether it's a building, the sense is, is that there's a beginning and an end to it. You have a team. And you have to get that team from A to B, and you have to do something in there. So, you know, with the Edmonton Symphony, I produced hundreds and hundreds of shows throughout the 16 years I was with the Edmonton Symphony with people of all caliber, but it was all little tiny projects. You know, you'd get the writer, you'd get the artist, you'd connect all the pieces, you'd figure out what needed to happen, when it was going to happen, what resources you had. You pull it all together, the show happens, and it ends. And that's the end of that project. When you're building the Windspear Center, that's many more people. I didn't lead that project, I was part of the team. But it's the same thing. There's a beginning and an end to it. And I find myself now teaching project management for arts and culture at Grant McEwen. So I'm back at my alma mater, and uh, that's where I'm at. That's where people are recognizing are my strengths. Now, have you earned a special level of respect from the people that you're working with as an administrator? Because you're, in fact, one of them, right? You're, you are, in fact, a musician yourself. You're part of the tribe. It's quite true. I think being an artist and having artistic sensibilities allows you insight into their world. It allows you to be sympathetic to what they're dealing with. And that's really important. They need to be supported in what they're doing. Being creative means being vulnerable. They need to be taken care of in that way. Not in a babyish way, but in a, in a very professional, you're doing something professional, I'm here to support you in that way. I'm here to support you as a stage manager. I'm here to support you as a production manager. I'm here to support you as an accountant to make sure that the funds are there to pay you at the end of the day. I'm here to support you as an executive director. I'm here to support you as a marketing manager. All of those things are supporting the creation of that work. It is not a profession that I initially aimed for. I started out as a musician, worked with Fred in the drama schools. I uh, did props for Stage West ballet, opera. I worked with all these different companies, but it, this was not what I was heading into. But I went there and found real stability in my work and a joy in the creativity every day. 
But look what you've done, Julian. You've generated a variety of streams of revenue for yourself that have allowed you the freedom then to practice your passion, your art. And uh, we'll get into the trips that you've taken to France uh, another time. In fact, that's what I'm leading up to. May we come back and pick your brain again? Because this issue of specialist versus generalist, we get a lot of questions about that from young people. I'd love to go there. Thanks for tuning in to Monetizing Your Creativity. Be sure to join us next time by subscribing to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave a review. It helps us with our ratings. You can also visit monetizingyourcreativity.com for more information about the show. And hey, be sure to tell your friends who want to understand how to monetize their creativity.